Who is with Vinny Fiorenza? There's a lot he doesn't know. There's a lot he wants to know. This is a podcast where he tries to learn from people who know things he doesn't. He'll be focusing on people from the worlds of business, entertainment, and the arts. His guests are people he finds fascinating and that he believes will bring value to others. Join him on the journey on finding out who is. makes me very nervous yeah this show yeah no way i feel like there's so much that people don't know about me and it's just it's oh. nice to well that, that's that's the point but i can't do this and i'm sitting in this class looking at this professor that looks like a thumb for three hours yeah. and i'm writing songs and i just this is just not it like i need to go to la sometimes you just need to like drink a beer do an open mic 100 percent fuck yeah. off i did the voice i did the four i did a ton of these singing shows that would bring me out every time i am feeling bad about myself i just go on my imdb and i'm like oh yeah i was casted as the gorgeous blonde <laughs> i never thought that would happen for me we're here with cat girardi let's get to know her who is cat girardi tell us where are you from i am from long island new york wow that's great <laughs> Yeah, not Staten Island. Not Staten Island, not to be confused. Yeah, a lot of people get that. Yeah, out here it's the same thing. Yeah, and Jersey is looped in there too. Yeah, somewhere. Who cares though? Yeah. A lot of bridges. You didn't hear it from me. No. Um... Uh, what, what was it like growing up in Long Island or on Long in on? I forget. I, I think forget it's what's what. on. Yeah, I've think... been removed now. Yeah. I'm losing it. Is it on Staten Island? Is that what people say? I think it's in. I think See, it's on Long Island. On Long uh, Island in uh, Staten Island. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Clip it. <laughs> it was it was pretty cool because you were smack in the middle of Manhattan and the Hamptons. So yeah. uh, it was really accessible to go into the city as a kid. You hop on the train and you're like, see ya. Um, the, the L-I-R-R. Yeah, the L-I-R-R. Yeah. But um, it, the suburbs get a little, they get a little gray. They're... Mm. They're, uh, you can kind of get lost, and I think that the it's similar to L.A. in the sense that it's very um, spaced out. It's spaced out, but it's financially, um, you know, rich and poor. Cool. Does, that, does that make yeah, yeah, sense? Yeah, yes, it yeah. definitely makes sense. When you were growing up over there, how do you think uh, some of your classmates would describe you? I got in trouble for talking a lot. Yeah. Um, I was very overactive but also i got a hundred percent in participation so but i also got put in detention sometimes for talking so um that's when i found drama but um i think my classmates i hung out with everybody i was pretty cool with everybody but i think i also felt super misunderstood as we all do Mm -hmm. um i never i had my close friends but i always even though i had my friends i still felt like i was always trying to fit in if that makes sense no, I, I get it. I guess it. I yeah. still am at 27 yeah, yeah, years old. We're all, we're, yeah, we're all, we're, all looking, we're all looking to fit in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, people are like, you're a leader, though. Like, you need to stand yeah. out. And I'm yeah. like, no, I just want some friends to, like, get brunch with and go brain dead. I just, yeah. you know, once yeah. in a while. Yeah, I think you're doing all right. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, were you always an artist, performer? Like, yeah, tell, tell us about that background. I think so. I think my earliest memory is dancing around listening to our first stereo system that we had in the house you know what were you listening to britney spears 110 percent i i don't remember if i got britney spears's album first or no doubt rock steady oh that's but those were no doubt probably came out first i think so but i think i got them around the same time but i think that juxtaposition is like me as a person gotcha that's you know what i mean yeah i'm pop star but i'm also like but don't don't mess with me 
you know, I get it. I follow. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down for sure. Um, well, where um, would you say like your family had any influence on you being an artist? How soon can I start getting deep in this conversation? No, um, I guess for a while I did feel like a black sheep of the family in a mm -hmm. way where I didn't feel super supported in being artistic. Um, and we didn't financially have, you know, the support to be able to like put me in or nurture those things. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I was never yeah. able to do acting classes, stuff like that. But um, it wasn't until I was older that I found out that my grandparents met in acting school. Wow. They ran away to Oxford, England. They got married. They both wanted to be, you know, movie stars. My grandma and her sister wanted to be showgirls. But um, I didn't ever get to like learn that side of them. So I guess that there's this. Uh, this need to carry this legacy yeah. that we're all trying to go for. But um, but yeah, they support me the, the way that they know how to. But yeah. I think when you're not in this, you look at people and you're just like, you are crazy for doing this, but I understand that you have to do it. Like, I have yeah. to do this. Yeah, you know what I mean? definitely crazy. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank um, you so much. Of course. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, when you think back, what, what would you consider your first performance or like, I don't know, in front of a crowd or whatever. And what was that like? Who is makes me very nervous. Yeah. This show, yeah. No way. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no, it shouldn't. I feel like there's so much that people don't know about me. And it's just, it's oh, nice to. Well, that, that's that's the point. Yeah, I know. It's I great. I want to get it out um, there. And you asked really good questions. Oh, uh, my first performance was, I think, I did like choir in second grade and I was like oh this is great and I did a play in third grade those were very mediocre but I remember singing Toxic by Britney Spears acapella Back to Britney Spears. Nice. it's always Britney Spears Beautiful. Oops. deeply rooted yeah. um, fifth grade in the cafeteria acapella I sang Toxic which is not an appropriate no, song no, I would guess not. and that was my awakening you know beautiful and the receiving that feedback and feeling feeling removed from myself for the first time and like I think that's what performing does for me As, uh, not only will people come up to you and say hey that that moved me in a way which is I mean the main reason I do what I do but um getting to just like be something else another version I, of yourself for, I, for a second is, I, I get nice. that yeah. so you're you're a multifaceted artist you're on screen and you were just, obviously you said you were in plays when you were young also you're a singer you're, you're doing your britney spears rendition young um <laughs> as an actor singer whose career would you think you'd want to steal i would say <sighs> lady gaga comes to mind first wow i yeah. think that she has done an incredible job she started as an actress in yeah, manhattan yeah. And, um, she went they to like LaGuardia or one of those. Some shit like that. They or wouldn't let her in. The, they would not let her in the acting What was the world. other one? Whatever. Uh, circle in the circle in the square. Circle in the park. Uh, I'm not sure. Shit. Whatever. Um, we we curse on here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Go, uh, we're go from for New York. it. Yeah. It's not going to change for us. Yeah. Um, I think she's just has a great balance between she's in the beauty world, she's in the music world. She yeah. writes. I think she writes for other artists as well. She's in. Uh, award-winning films and I think like Selena Gomez is another one oh, where cool. she just does a great job at doing both you know what I mean she's in an awesome show and she's just chilling you know what I mean yeah. she's just chilling she's like I'm gonna yeah, I'll do a show I'll do a tour I mean at a grand scale but 
I love that balance. And people That's always fun. ask me which one I would pick, and I'm like, what do you mean? That's, yeah. Like, the, no. Yeah, we're both <laughs> like that. I think that's why we get along so well. Yeah. I, I'm not really a – I don't really like to You're pick. You're not a pick-me girl. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever, whatever that means. But <laughs> you end up uh, making your way out of New York and going out to L.A. Um, what, what, like, led you out here? What was, like, the final push? Oh, my God, it took forever. Oh, yeah? It took forever. Why? What was, to... what was making you stall? Everything. I wanted to move out here starting – well, I dropped out of college in 2014. So, and that was – Nice. I remember I was on the phone with my best friend's mom crying to her. Cause she's like she's like my mom. I can't do this. And I'm sitting in this class looking at this professor that looks like a thumb for three hours. Yeah. And I'm writing songs. And I just – this is just not it. Like I need to go to L.A. And um, so I, I left college immediately almost and – from 2014 until 2022, I had visited L.A. probably three times a year for oh, all why? those years. And every what time... What were you doing out here? I would just come out for sessions, meet people. I was on... Cool. Um, I, I did The Voice. I did The Four. I did a ton of these singing shows that would bring me out. Um, I had a weird... Before I moved to L.A., I moved to Atlanta for two years, which I don't even know if you knew that. No, no, I didn't. We'll That's pretty that. interesting. But... Um, but yeah, I, I had come out here for everything and I just never felt I had the support or financially wasn't ready. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know anyone out here, so I was scared to death. And um, I had a band going on in New York that I stuck around for, then the pandemic, and then my nephew was born. And then I was like, girl, if you keep waiting for all these things, like there's always gonna be a nephew being born if that makes any sense yeah that's the metaphor we'll uh, go that's with. the metaphor but yeah. um how's he doing or she oh he not he i'm shocked he, <laughs> no his name is luca and he's just he's our good. little italian babe and that's he's good. brilliant and he's smarter than i'll ever be for a one-year-old that's good and uh he's great nice yeah. um so uh, being in la and speaking about all your new york roots do you feel any like i don't know like advantage or disadvantage like being from new york like tell me about that what's the aura with that i feel like <laughs> i thought yeah that it was gonna be like because i remember when i moved to to the south and people found out i was mm -hmm. from new york and they immediately were like oh she's a hard worker and she's gonna be fast and she's gonna be this and that and out here, I just felt like nobody could give two shits. They're like, yeah, yeah, no one's from here. Like, everyone's from somewhere else, and everyone's an actor, and you're not special, and here's, like, a piece of humble pie. Um, but I think being from there has given me, you know, the street smarts I need and the connections I need and the tenacity. Is that the word? That yeah, yeah, that's it. And um, I also got to meet you guys, which is great, nice. which helped me out a lot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, me coming to L.A. forced and of me course, to um, – Yeah. It forced you to what? No, I was going to say, like, build the platform in order to meet you back east. That's crazy. Yeah, because I was That's here first. Bananas. So you're saying a slice of humble pie. What is it like connecting with people out here? Because you've done a pretty decent job since you've been out here. I do wish that I got to experience Hollywood before the pandemic. Same. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that there's, like, this this newfound isolation here and this every man for himself, which I'm sure it always was that way. But I know for a fact that before the pandemic and before TikTok and before all of that, there had to have been way more community, way more we need each other, um, people just making shit and doing shit. And even, you know, going to the open mics out here sometimes, I feel it's just missing that 
pizzazz, you know, that that yeah. feeling, that community feeling, I think has been a lot harder to come by. Um, and even, you know, hitting people up to hang out, it's everyone's on their content shit. Everyone's making their videos from home. Yeah. And I, I miss like hanging out with my music friends and hanging out with creatives and stuff like that, which I've found here for sure. But I, I definitely um, long for knowing what it was like here before the pandemic. Uh, I, I get it. Checks that, out. Yeah, checks out. Yeah, check. <laughs> Speaking of the open mics, love to hear about like those experiences and like with that, what is a day in the life of a developing and growing artist? Well, you can go see a day in my life on my TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. Stop. Twenty percent anxiety, twenty percent caffeine. 20% freaking out because you don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the other 40% is like studio sessions and making content. Nice. So that, At least you're working like close to half the time. That's good. I mean, yeah, I think of course there's, you know, you have to have your side hustles and stuff. Yeah. And, and I think moving out here in general and being alone and having to be like, okay, like I have to feed myself today and like get my mental health walk in and like read a chapter of a book and do this and do that. And then you're like, Okay, now I have how much time to do the thing that I moved here to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, before, you know, taking care of yourself is... And moving out here, I feel like everyone I talked to when they moved out here had some story of, like, their car breaking down, they lost their job, they had a crazy roommate, and, of course, I've gone through all of that as well moving so you here. Got it off, you got it off the... Yeah. Tied it away. I'm hoping that you know, now it's only up from here. <laughs> yeah, ho hopefully you have some bigger problems in the future. Yes. Like, like, you know, like the pro the problems we're all hoping for. Yeah, exactly. They're all um, good problems to have, right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, somewhere. We're out here. We got palm trees around us. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so speaking of the development side, what, what is it like building your team? Like, and what does, say, uh, working with uh, people building a band or uh, I don't know, building comp, whatever, whatever it is mm. that you do, talk to the people that you work with. That's a great question. Um, I think as a musician, you're often told that you will be discovered and that you will be offered something and that somebody will spot you and that, um, you know, someone will reach out to you and give you a record deal or this or that or find your content. And really you have to be a leader. It's, it's for some people, sure, that happens, but I think it's quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. And I get caught up in that external validation sometimes where I'm like, oh, why isn't anybody doing this? Or why isn't anybody reaching out to me? How come this person hasn't discovered me yet? And I'm like, nah, girl. Like, I have to be the leader in that way where uh, even when we talk about, you know, making films and being on set and yeah. stuff, if you have a script, people are dying to be on set and do what they love. And they're just waiting for the call. Everyone else is waiting for the call just like you. So um, I've had to remind myself that of I'm also giving them an opportunity to work on something yep. that they love and build their portfolio and, and just be on set or just be in the studio. And um, I've gotten better over the years at asking people to collaborate because I was scared to do that for a while. Um, and and, you know, why would they want to work with me? But that was a change since like getting over that hump of like asking people versus being a little nervous. I think I know what I have to offer now. Nice. You know what I mean? And everyone wants to just do what they love. And if I can offer somebody else an opportunity to do what they love and um, make money doing it, then yeah. it has nothing to do with me. You know what uh, I mean? I love it. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, you have to remove yourself. It's like it's not that deep. It's actually no. the bigger picture. Yeah, simplicity goes a long way. Mm. Yeah, especially, yes. you know, creating art. Whatever's supposed to happen will happen. Oh, where, yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> um, out, out here, where have you been performing? Like, I know you've 
been to like open mics you've been bouncing around a little bit yeah yeah, i've been singing my ass off um a lot of it was outreach through social media a lot of it was they have these great uh artist showcases breaking sound we found new music um you're putting one on yourself industry unplugged (laughs) yeah industry unplugged spotlight (laughs) sessions hotel cafe there's all these open mics and because it took me so many years I did, I was obsessed before I moved here. I was on social media looking up everything LA, like looking up people's interviews, how they got started, obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. And so when I came here, I knew all the people I had to hit up. And it's exhausting. I don't have a manager, I don't have a booking agent, I don't have an assistant, I don't have anyone that's doing this shit for me. So um, sometimes I slip up where I'll, I'll hit someone up, they'll get back to me, and I'll completely miss the next message. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's definitely a hard thing for me. There's open mics, which are for people that want to just get out there and sing, yeah. want to just do the thing, people that are starting out. And then there's showcases, which are things that you have to submit to be in or to be a part of. You have to yeah. have a certain following. You have to have a certain um, library of work, et cetera. And um, that's what I've noticed is kind of the two areas out here, if that makes uh, any sense. Yeah. But sometimes you just need to like drink a beer and do an open mic. And 100%. Just fuck yeah. off. You know what I yeah. mean? And not do the whole. And sometimes in those moments, you meet the people that are are for you, which is nice. super fun. I've been super fortunate fun. enough to be at a couple shows. You, you're doing your thing. Oh, they're a lot of, they're, Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Um, what, oh, of course. What are those experiences like? Like, what? How do you feel? Like, have you met people? Like, well, yeah, give us it all. Yeah, I miss performing live it's been so hard for me to and I've said this before and I'll say it again being told a performer being told to get on TikTok get on TikTok get on TikTok promote your shit promote your shit it's like telling a baseball player if the field is closed to get on TikTok that's what it feels like when live music venues were closed everyone told me to get on TikTok and I'm like dude I get it but I want to be on the field yeah. I want to be performing. I want to be on the stage. There is, for me, that's the best feeling in the world. And that is like where I feel that's my spot. That's my vibe. Um, so I want to do more of that. That's the best feeling in the world. And I think people coming up to you and saying, wow, I really needed to hear that. I hardly get that as much on TikTok, I will say. Yeah. No, yeah. well, you know. If not only figuring out, you're doing it. It's exciting to be a part of your journey and seeing. Thanks for wh- coming to my shows, Vin. Of course. That's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. If I, if, I, if, I could, <laughs> if I could come to more, I will. How would you describe your genre? Like, the, when you create music, like, what, how would you describe it to a. It's so funny. I In my Instagram bio, it says anti genre. Nice. Every perfect. time that people ask me this question, I don't even know what to say. I always thought I was going to be pop music, pop music, pop music, and then. I mean, you know I have a little bit more of like a raspy, soulful voice, mm-hmm. and I always felt super confused about my genre. Yeah. Super confused, because I get compared to SZA, and I get compared <laughs> to Joss Stone and Amy Winehouse. Um, this song reminds me of Halsey, Britney, Lady Gaga, and I'm like, who, what What am I doing here? What is going on? Like, I am not reaching my target audience. This uh. is not great. Um, but I would say overall, it's just indie pop, really. Cool. And um, I've been in rock bands, funk bands, so everything's always gonna have that infusion. But I'm a pop star, baby. That's right. <laughs> yeah, keep up the good work. Stupid. Do, do you, <laughs> stupid, she says. Do you write all your music? Yes, okay. I, I write my own music, and then I have a ton of music that 
sometimes isn't for me, so I'll give it to other artists, which is great. Beautiful, so nice. if you need a songwriter, that's, call me. That, that's that's where you gotta go let's to. Let's make some money. Yeah, let's do let's that. Let's win some awards. <laughs> yeah, go go to go to Cat Rorty. Um, but I I did just the music I'm putting out right now. It's a collaborative EP. Um, it's gonna be called Memory Motel. And uh, I just announced that I'm dropping an EP, which no one really knows. Wow. About, so. <laughs> wow, right here. <laughs> uh, right here on Who Is. Um, <laughs> and that was a collaborative project in where I wrote the all the songs myself, but then we did a writing camp. Uh, we got an Airbnb in the Valley, and mm. we had all the producers and, and a co-writer, and we kind of just went back through everything and, and fine-tuned nice. stuff. And that was a really cool experience because I was so used to writing all my own stuff that I had to like let someone else in. But it was someone that I adore, and I think she's brilliant. Perfect. So, um, so I, yeah. That how'd was you come up with the title for the EP? Memory Motel. Yeah. Have you ever been to Montauk? Oh, no. I guess, I guess oh not. No, no. Okay, so Montauk is the end yeah. of Long Island. And, uh, I haven't it, traveled that far. You no, have no. to. Yeah, you yeah. have to. You would love yeah. it. You just, like, drive your car there, and you park, and you stay at a hotel, and you just bop around, and you just... You you bop. Know, like, bop. I, gotta, I gotta get better at my bopping. You, yeah, you don't bop enough. No, That's I don't true. bop enough. Yeah. <laughs> um... But it's a Memory Motel is a after hours bar in Montauk. Nice. And there's a song called Memory Motel. um, And it's the idea of this place that it's a similar vibe to Hotel California, where it's like the fucking walls are melting. You don't remember anything that just happened in this place, but it's like the best place ever. They have live music, they have bands. It's where you go to end your night in Montauk. It's your your after hour spot that you're too drunk to operate. But uh, the song Memory Motel is synonymous to having a partner who you made a bunch of memories with and then you break up and now you have to revisit all those places that you guys made memories in together and kind of like, you know, go through that grieving process. Nice. Thanks. Do you have any uh do you have any videos lined up for this uh EP? What's the story with that? Do do you plan on it? Do you want to? Have you um... I do not have any full-length music videos. Cool. I went more the TikTok route for this one. I went Perfect. more the content route. I felt like my music videos weren't um, doing as well as the, con- the short form content yeah. was. There's so. a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of bigger artists doing and that right now too. Exactly. Which, yeah, man. As long as you could pivot and like do do what's best for your brand right yeah. now. F- the fans what... want a music video. It'll happen tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I don't care. That's right. <laughs> but for now, I'm yeah. just doing what is resonating with people. No, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You gotta, you gotta follow what the people are telling you to do. You have to, of course. Got, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Follow the people. <laughs> so, something that most of the fans don't know is that oh no, you are, you are, you have another name that oh. you go by. She's uh the gorgeous blonde. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, so we met. We how we met is she got casted for a role that as the gorgeous blonde. And um, it was on our film called Love and Love Not. Tell us about that experience and like uh, how, did, how does being the gorgeous blonde make you feel? I'm shocked. I'm <laughs> shook. I, I was saying to them earlier that every time I am feeling bad about myself, I just go on my IMDb and I'm like, oh yeah, I was casted as the gorgeous blonde. <laughs> I never thought that would happen for me. I know my type. I'm a tomboy. I'm a little rugged, maybe a little edgy. I got some tattoos. Like gorgeous blonde. Like that's like essentially casting me as like the, like cheer captain that's what it felt like for me which i never thought would happen for me um that experience was was phenomenal i mean it was it was almost cosmic in the way that 
um, you know, I submitted for it not knowing what was happening and got a call from the director, which is Anthony, who's been on the show. Mm-hmm. And um, never in my life have I been contacted by a director, not even a casting director, the director, yeah, yeah. to explain a two-line role to me before submitting a self-tape. Yeah. Like maybe before a callback, but before the, your the, initial self-tape? The gorgeous blonde was very important oh to this director. Oh, my God. Uh, and so... He calls me, he's, I mean, this amazing, great guy. He's telling me, he's so passionate, telling me about this movie. And I'm like, oh my God, can I pull this? Like, this guy really gives a shit. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could do this. But anyway, so I'm like, I got you. I hang up the phone, I send him my self-tape. It's, for some reason, he books me. And then I find out that it's filming a block from my apartment. And then on top of that, Morgan, who played Helen, yeah. is a block away from me. So it was very cosmic, and then I, a year or two, that was two years ago? 2020? December 2020. Wow. Three. Almost three. Three years. Yeah, it was a long time. Flash forward, I run into these Gavones all over. (laughs) A bunch of Gavones. Oh, in West Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That, I have to say, one of my favorite experiences and continuing to get to work with you guys is really an absolute treasure. Yeah, we've we've built a community from that project. And I harass them. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, I'm I constantly should. bothering Vinny. Like, yeah, Vinny, should. help me look over my reel. Help me look over my resume. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, cat again. Yeah, cat. I'm no, not going to sign. I actually, yeah, I hit a uh, decline. It's yeah. great. No, I'm, but I'm still Never. here. No, of I'm course. still standing. I was gonna ask. I was waiting. For, I was waiting for a singing thing. Oh, I'll sing. Yeah. What do you got? Give me some. The guitar players come out. Yeah. Full oh, band, yeah. This yeah. move. I have mariachi. Mariachi actually waiting for you. <laughs> Shit, man, that'd be great. Uh, I want to get some no doubt from you. <laughs> okay. Take this pink ribbon off my eyes. I'm exposed, and it's no big surprise. Don't you think I know exactly where I stand? This world is forcing me to hold your hand Cause I'm just a girl I ran in a Bang, perfect Yeah, that's my girl If I yeah. was on The Voice, I'm Team Gwen Perfect Yeah, yeah I'm sure I'm sure she'd be Team Cat Through and through oh, I hope so Yeah, for sure This is like a comfort thing What? Having this cup Good it's Great Good, keep up the good it's work really You're doing helpful. a great job I with the cup I hope it's not like a tacky thing Because you guys had mm-hmm. nice rocks glasses with whiskey Yeah, that's okay We'll but be, we'll be alright, we'll survive kind of girls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you speak for yourself over there um, But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up A little rapid fire action Damn it, I have a question for you oh, Alright, go for it I want to know Oh no you're so good at asking questions. That you think I was, so? Yeah, I was worried that I wasn't going to get one in, but I did want to ask how you, you got You almost in. didn't. I know. I will get it in. Um, I wanted to ask how you got into entertainment and sort of like what makes you so passionate, like what lights your fire in this field? Uh, I watched movies as a kid, was obsessed, and um, then my buddy asked me to be his music manager, and while I was looking Just for like work- that. Yeah, literally just like that. I hate people like you. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not Kidding. successful yet. I've just I'm just very passionate. I work very hard and I don't that's stop. Give me uh, some for that. Yeah, that's you got him. But You're yeah, that's and you know it led to a bunch of other things, and this show. And uh, wow. Yeah, you met me. I started for real, like being involved, like maybe a couple months before you met me. Wow. Yeah, so, like, I've only been on this entertainment road for, you know, under under three years. You know, it's just, uh, 
Damn. I've made a lot of connections. I've read a lot of books. I've watched a lot of documentaries. I'm a freaking nerd. And what did you major in? Uh, irrelevant. Like marketing I've... and management. It's it's irrelevant. I wish That's I didn't. Good, I wish though. I didn't go to school. Like mm. for real, but it's okay. I'll it's, get over it. The grass it. is always greener. I wish the I grass. didn't drop out. <laughs> but I got my certificate in acting technique and songwriting. So let's, don't let's, say I never did nothing. I'm gonna start with your rapid fire. Are you ready? Yeah. Cool. Do you have a favorite TV show? SpongeBob. Great answer. When I was a kid, now oh my god, I've watched rewatched New Girl like a hundred times. Cool. Well, you seem like you could be the new girl. They're too nice to me. You yeah. guys are too nice yeah, to me. The gorgeous, Thank you. The gorgeous bond. I'm gonna the keep coming girl. around, man. You better watch. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, uh, do you have a favorite sports team? What's the New Yorker gonna say? It's got I don't know. It's the Yankees. All right, cool. I just like Simple. drinking beers and eating dogs. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> I added a baseball hat on the helmet. Uh, do you have a favorite vacation spot? You kind of been traveling. Costa Rica changed nice. my life. Perfect. And fun fact. Side note, there was a mariachi band randomly on the beach. Perfect. And I have a video that we could probably insert of my friend and I who had our fucking ukuleles and played with the mariachi band. Perfect. Core memory. Core. Core memory. I yes. like that's like from that movie <laughs> or whatever. What's your favorite cocktail? Tequila with pink lemonade. Oh, or right. a mule. Mexican right. mule. Mexican mule. Gotcha. All right. Do you need it in the... What's the glass? The, the mule mug. Yeah, mule mug. Yeah. Oh, I feel like it. Copper. Copper. Mm, uh, so good. Yeah. All right, my, I asked my past guest, uh, your zodiac sign. Gemini, but I'm a cusp. So was so was the other person. Really? Yeah, so we're right. just keeping you going today. What yeah. are you? Capricorn. Mm, that's why mm. you're so leveled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Whatever. Whatever you want to believe. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> got laughter from a producer. Um, someone from history you'd love to have dinner with. I I have a few people in mind. But okay. I have to pick one. Go. Go. Good. Just just. John Bellion, Amy Winehouse. The entirety of the Beatles, Lena Dunham, Obama. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> I, like th- I, I think someone political because uh, you said history. Yeah, I think I'll come to that dinner. Yeah, it's a good one. So we're gonna close out here. This is amazing. I'd love for you to tell the audience what's next and uh, where they could find you. Wow. Okay. Wow. You can find me at Planet Cat on Instagram and all other platforms. Um, on Spotify and streaming services, I'm Kat Rarty. And coming out in the next few months, I have my debut EP, Memory Motel, and then to follow that, a single that I'm not going to say the name of nice. yet. Um, and then we also have been working on a few uh, film projects behind the scenes, and we will put those out when the time is right. Yeah, when the time is right. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you for coming on. This is an incredible show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, give, give people a couple laughs so they get to look at a gorgeous blonde. Uh, yeah, she's like, oh. Thank you. Not to bed yourself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks for coming All on. Right, Appreciate signing it. signing off. Who is?